The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey, Fredos and Larson, along with the champ. Yep, Adam Mayhem is here. How's it going, everybody? I bet you are hating this, but guess what? I don't care. Can you, I'm here. Can you say it's time for Chit Chat with the champ? Yes, it is time once again for Chit Chat with the champ. Oh, I love that. That's great. <laughs> I, wore, I, I wore your shirt today. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see. It. That's I'm your a clean number shirt. one fan. That's Adam a clean Mayhem. shirt. It is. That it's, that it's clean. I like. I, I, I wore your shirt too. Thank see? you. And look, you. Look, yeah. You made a, a, a modification. Dare yeah. I say an improvement? It's an improvement. It's an improvement. Yes. Yeah, yes. An improvement. Well, I'm happy you're here. Yep. Steve's gone. He's on his way back from Orlando currently, but we uppgraded. We have the H champion Adam Mayhem joining us today. To recap the week that was in wrestling. Yep, yep. This week was. I heard it was very interesting. Yeah. I I, I was flying a lot this week, so I wasn't able to catch up on all this. But I did watch your your show. Oh, so thanks. I am not completely out of the loop. That means a lot. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Adam. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're very welcome. Thank you. All right. Let's get on with our first entry, number ten. Adam Mayhem defends the H title. So please, Champ, uh, give us a, a, a brief recap if you if you can. Well, the first thing is right here. You see on my on my jacket, we have we have a new flag right there. Uh, yeah, I I did have a I had a match. It was a triple threat match against Shiho and Bolo Fung. Bolo is from Battle Arts in Canada, so it was a really good match. They're they're both really good. Uh, different styles, all of it. And then the match sadly didn't come to a full conclusion. We had some outside interference. And yeah, yeah. So I had Shiho on a Dragon Sleeper. I was this close to winning and then outside interference, man. But then we had a six man tag right then and there, you know, holla holla. Mm-hmm. And six man tag and then that was it. It was, it was really fun. Um, the crowd was hot. It was a lot of Americans there, which was kind of weird, but but yeah, it was it was really good. That's really awesome. Good. And most importantly, yeah, it's still here. This returned home. So yeah, still here. I almost didn't return home. Good lord, the women there, man. Beautiful, beautiful women. So I I almost didn't come. I was gonna just send you this over the mail, just be like, hey, bro, take care of that. But well, but, but I came back. I came good, back. Good, good. I'm happy you're here. <laughs> I'm happy out of mayhem return. I came back. So Steve's more worried about this. Yeah. yeah. I'm more worried about the man, not good, so much the good championship. Job, good job. Because here's the thing. The man makes a championship, not the championship, the man. Exactly. There you go. Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> well, congratulations, Adam Mayhem. Thank I'm you happy. Very much. 
You're here. You're back home. You got another show coming up this weekend, right? Yes, this weekend is Cactus League Wrestling in Arizona. Is that Saturday? That's Saturday. Yes. So, so today, the day this video goes yes, up, Saturday. Today, yeah. Do you so know I'm who? Here, but I'll be there. Do you know who your opponent is? I do, but I can't tell you. You will have to just watch. How can we watch? Just be there. I ha I think they're gonna be on Fight TV oh. and like yeah, I, they they have some okay. some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll so, tune in then. So, um, I do know that that apparently there's going to be some stuff happening with uh, a certain guy that has a lot of names. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Need to say no more. Yeah, there you go. Need to say no more. Yep. But yeah, that's that's this Saturday, and then I think I have I have next week off, and then it's again. I was supposed to go next week to Florida for IWA Florida, but they canceled. So, yeah. And then go back to everything. Best of the West. Awesome. California. Defending this title all over the world. You need to do it on one more continent. It's officially a world title, yes, right? Yes, yes. That is. That is. That's exciting. So, any promoters out there. According to old school rules, you yeah. need three continents. Yeah. In order for it to be a world championship. So, I'm looking at you, Simon Miller. Oh. I, wow. I, I, I want to do that. I, wanna, I think that would be awesome. Defiant in the UK. Yeah. Then it'll be a world title match. Yeah. Boom. Did, did you realize that I've had this title for about 10 weeks? Mm hmm. It's more, give or take. Yeah, since July 7th. I know yeah. the day. Yeah. And I defended it more than Brock Lesnar. I don't and, know how anybody could complain about you and, as champion. And I've taken it more places than. Probably 90 or 95% of the championships in independent wrestling. And people still complain. Are I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? You're, you're a great representative for going in Raw. You're a great representative for the H title. You're defending the title all over the place, around the globe. What more can anybody ask for? Now, I'm proud of now. you, Adam Mayhem. I'm, I'm, I couldn't be happier that you have uh, that we have you as H champion. You want people wanted Joey Ryan. People still want Walter, and you believe that? And here's the thing: they know the prize. If they want it so bad, just pony up the That's money. That's true. That's true. That's it's just, simple economics. At this yeah, point. it really is. Just, just pony up, man. Yeah. But yeah. That's 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 what we're doing now. And it's all great. It's all It's amazing. all great. Thank you very much. Thank you, Adam <laughs> Mayhem, for being our H champion. Moving on, number nine, Impact Recap. So I don't watch Impact. Did you watch Impact this week? You can say no, it's no. fine. <laughs> I considered it. Here's the thing. I considered it for, the for, for you know, I try to be a professional. Mm -hmm. um, and so I considered watching Impact. However, I had family, I have family in town for the weekend. They arrived yesterday. So uh, I couldn't watch Impact. It's, I had my schedule free. I got Matt Chat done yesterday before uh, I went home. So the possibility existed. If I hadn't had family in town, I could have watched Impact. It was just, I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah I it couldn't. Re I couldn't just go to another room. I couldn't do that. There's so, just too much wrestling around, that's man. That's true. It's with the Mixed Match much. Challenge coming back, there's even more now. You get to watch it on Facebook with all the little yeah, likes the and smiley faces and... popping up. It's too much going on. Anyways, I do have... A recap of what happened on Impact. All right. Um, so the Lucha Brothers took on the Cult of Lee. Lucha Brothers went over. Okay. Which is great because Lucha Brothers are the best. They're awesome. They are awesome. Who well, is Cult of the Lee? Best. I think it's Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Lee's Lee. thing. And who else? It's, and Cult of Personality? 
Maybe. Colt Cabana? Colt, not cult. Ah! That would be interesting, though. Uh, Alicia Edwards beat Katrina. Sorry, Katarina. There you go. Um, LAX defeated the fraternity. LAX is great. They are They're amazing. fantastic. Didn't they kill a little kid? Or was it the no, other? It, it was, was the, OG. the OGs. Okay, okay. Um, Brian Cage defeated Congo Kong. Brian Cage, also great. Um, and Austin Aries successfully defended the Impact World Championship, defeating Fala Ba. So Br- Brian Cage, here's the thing with Brian Cage. I like him a lot, but every time he gets into a locker room, like, there's so little space after I know, he's there. He, he's, he's just huge. He's humongous. He's a humongous man. He's just yeah. crazy. Like, like every time he walks in, it's like, Cage, just walk away. Like, we all need places to sit, and you're too big. Go away. But, yeah, he's a great guy, and he's great in the ring. Oh, yeah. He's one of the guys that I, I haven't worked yet, and I kind of want to do it. So, <clears throat> Sure. There you sure, go. Whatever. Done. Whatever. <laughs> a couple other little bits of impact news. Uh, I mean, you're gonna. I oh no, yeah, of so you're gonna you're of gonna course. retain that. Yeah. Um, so uh, a couple bits of impact news first. Say, uh, Sammy Callahan. Apparently, he was on. I didn't write down what show it was. Um, called out. I think it was the Mirror Sports. Uh, called out Chris Jericho. That's what he had to say. Okay. Chris Jericho, if you're listening to this, I'm calling your ass out. Whenever you're ready to do it, let's effing do this. Sammy Callahan versus Jericho one on one. I know you, I want to see it. I know the people want to see it, and I know you want to see it. And uh, recently, Jericho was on Busted Open Radio mm-hmm. and talked about free agency and how much he likes it. Um, and he was talking. Uh, he said, "There's a chance. Oh, sorry, if there's a chance, there's a match that's presented to me that's interesting. And if I'm free, sure, why not? I'm really kind of enjoying this free agency and realizing why do I have to keep it in Japan? What if I want to do more stuff in the states and not really worrying?" about what anyone else thinks, Vince. Mm-hmm. In WWE, when you work there, you have to go with whatever Vince McMahon wants to go with, and that's fine. When you work for Vince, that's just the way it is. But it's fun not to work for Vince right now. You know, Don Callis, Jericho, close, yeah, both yeah. from Winnipeg. Yeah. Do you think that uh, a match between Sammy Callahan and Chris Jericho could be facilitated in some, some way that it could happen not on Jericho Cruz. No, because there's a six-man tag over there. Mm-hmm. But on Impact Television. I still think it's a bit of a long shot. But the fact I, that- I, think, I think it's a long shot because here's the thing. <clears throat> Jericho is a free agent, but is he really? Think about it. He works New Japan, and he worked All In, mm-hmm. which was basically kind of like a New, in Japan, New Japan Ring of Honor yeah. co-show kind of, yeah. Is he really a free agent? I guess he means free agent in the fact that he's not tied down to a long-term contract. I think but it's just an appearance that, deal. <clears throat> unless we see him on Impact, ROH, at Virgil Flame Productions. Yes. You know, unless yes. we start seeing him everywhere, he's not a free agent. He basically works for New Japan. Yeah. If you kind of sort of... No, I understand your way. point, yeah. So, is it possible? I believe it is. Yeah. Will it happen? I, it's a very long shot because even though he says that he is enjoying being a quote unquote free agent, I don't. I, I still don't think that he wants to piss off Vince that much. Yeah, know? I thought that too because he'd said as much. He'd said for a long time he wouldn't work the states yeah. because he's afraid of. And technically, Vince. he didn't work the state. Yeah, he attacked that all in. Yeah, and he was there to promote the, the cruise. cruise. Yeah, so technically, he hasn't. You know, yeah, yeah. I think him going to Impact 
and actually having a match there against someone like Sammy Callahan, who has been very vocal about his time in WWE. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like at that point, I think he would be closing the door on WWE. Yeah. Like right now, he's fine. Oh, maybe yeah. maybe Vince got a little bit because he of went the all in. Thing, yeah. But it's not a big thing. But if he does get into that point and he goes into Impact and he does promos for Impact mm-hmm. and he has a match there, mm-hmm. like I think that's that would be crossing that line that he said he didn't want. Yes. To cross. Yes. So at that point, it'd probably ruffle Vince's feathers a bit. Way too much. Yeah. Um. So is it possible? Yeah, because it's wrestling and everything in wrestling is possible. Mm-hmm. But it's a long shot. Yeah, it's I think it is. It's a very, very long shot. I mean, I think it's slightly less of a long shot because he is softening on his stance about doing work in the States. Nonetheless, until we see it happening on a consistent basis, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a long shot. And Impact is doing really, really well right now. And they sold out Bound for Glory already. So they kind of sort of don't need that. You know, they're, they're trying to have good a good report with everybody mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want to go to war with Vince. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they will try to do it in the same sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I think it's a little bit too much. Yeah. But hey, never say never. Yeah. It means seems like Jericho's enjoying doing whatever the heck he wants to do. Yep. Yep. Number eight. Eight. Neville could be coming back soon. Adam Mayhem. Are you excited about this? I, do you want to take on Neville for the H title? Give me Pac. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, that tweet did not go as expected. But oh, hey. Oh, no? Did you get some flack for that? No, I didn't. But, he, you know, Osprey did it, and he had like 47,000 million people hitting him back. And then I did it. It was like 30 likes. I was like, what does Will Osprey have that I don't? I don't know. Like. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. I don't know. Anyways. And uh, Dave Meltzer said in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, quote, regarding Neville, while he said nothing publicly and WB has told us that he is free and clear to work anywhere he wants, when he was contacted by promoters, he has said that he can't accept dates yet, but he will able to very soon, which sounds like a no-compete clause of some sort. Um, We were talking about this before we started mm -hmm, rolling. mm -hmm. I think this is all a work. Interesting. I think he's going back to WWE. Interesting. Why? Because... So, for the longest time, we were hearing that WWE had frozen his contract and they weren't going to let him go because of all the issues and blah, 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 whatever happened. Then all of a sudden, what, two weeks before All All In, in, it pops out, oh, they let him go. Yeah. Vince and WWE were trying to sign everybody that was supposed to be on All In just so All In didn't have as good of a show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why would they l- let go of such a big name mm-hmm. so close to the show and then allegedly not have a non- non-compete clause, clause? Yeah. But then he doesn't appear and then he's saying that he cannot accept bookings just yet. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. Usually, WWE guys, once they get released... They will say, okay, so my date is at this time. And when a promoter calls them, because I've been there with certain people that have gotten let go, when they get these calls, they say, hey, I cannot do a show until this date. Do you have something for me? Mm -hmm. And at that point, they're already setting up their calendar. Mm -hmm. So how is it that he's saying, oh, 
I can't yet, but very soon. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's too vague. Mm. It's too vague. And I'm thinking that this is just, it's just a ruse. He's going to come back. Interesting. And, and not on 205 Live, yeah. on, a, on, on the roster roster. Yeah. And, and this is the way for them to generate some buzz about yeah. it. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe even NXT. See, I, th- I thought that'd be kind of neat, too, if he came back to NXT um, for whatever reason. Because um, we've really seen somebody go to NXT from the main roster that didn't, where it didn't feel like a demotion, you mm-hmm. know? Because Zack Ryder got sent back yeah, to that NXT. Was a, that was, that was a demotion, pretty much. Emma as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, wait, who? Emma. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see somebody from the main roster say, I've been there. I don't want to be here, there. I want to be here because this is where the best wrestling in yeah. WWE is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you get a, enough people, whether they're in NXT currently or on the main roster, that take that approach, that's going to build NXT up. And especially if all the rumors are true about NXT moving over to Fox Sports 1, they're going to want to pad that roster with some more well-known names. You, you, you want to hear a match that he could come in and create a huge buzz and it would make the most sense in the world. Well, one of them is him versus Ricochet. Add someone else in there. Who is wrestling Ricochet next? Oh, Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. UK title? Mm-hmm. North American title? Mm-hmm. Neville? Three-way? Mm-hmm. That's a main event Yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or even, I, I also thought maybe he just doesn't want to and granted, I, this might seem like a, a, more of a massive step down from for him based on kind of the pecking order of main NXT and then these kind of sub-NXTs they're starting to develop. If he just said, you know, I'm tired of traveling all over the place. I'll just I'll wrestle for NXT UK. Yeah, I mean... That'd be a huge name along with Pete Dunne, along with British Strong... Or mm-hmm. sorry, with, along with uh, Mustache Mountain to build that, that territory. And he already around. moved back there, yeah. so yeah. he's there. Yeah. I mean, it works. Yep. I'll, I'll, and again, he's great. So oh, those he's matches awesome. would just, oh heck yeah, be something else. So yeah, so I, I'm 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 thinking it's all a ruse. Interesting. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea right now. None. Number seven. Seven. Tommaso Ciampa is just the best. He is. He is just the best. The promo he cut on NXT this week, amazing. He's got new theme music. Have you heard it yet? I have not. It's. It's, it, it rocks a bit. Uh-huh. It's got some orchestral stuff going on, so it was very cinematic. Okay. But it's got, like, the, the melody is just sinister enough, so it's not too catchy. Okay. Because okay. I think, I wonder if they, they thought now is the time to ditch Chorus of Booze as mm-hmm. his theme song. Yeah. And give him a proper theme because it seems like they're at a pivot point where fans might start to appreciate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so. And as he said during his promo during the show, he said, this music is me politely telling you all to shut up, <laughs> which was great. His promo is awesome. Fantastic. He's incredible. He, I, and, and this was on your show and you were talking about it. And I was like, the whole video game thing and the theory that he decided oh, didn't want to, be in it? to yeah. like, if that's true, it's brilliant. He has one of the if not the most perfect mind for wrestling mm-hmm. if, if he came up with that idea of hey i'm a heel 
don't put me on that video game because people will hate the fact that I Oh, I know it's brilliant. If 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 he came up with it. Yep. That's brilliant. I mean, same for the, you know, we started coming out with that shirt of his and people were tweeting him, hey, I really like that shirt on butt. He's like, no, no, yeah. no, no. Like, if, if if that's really a thing, like, if he's the one coming up with all this and, wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a really sharp mind for the business, it seems like. And he's great. He's great in the ring. He's great in the mic. He's just great. He carries that belt like it's the most important thing in the world to him. Which is how you're supposed to do how it. you're supposed to do it. Yep. Not sling it over your shoulder. Exactly. I'm exactly. not taking a, I'm not, you know, I'm not taking a jab at anybody. Just saying. Just saying. All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, along with Ciampa's awesome promo, I had some other stuff happen on NXT. Uh, first match of the night saw Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch return, I think, to in-ring action mm-hmm. after uh, Lorcan recovered from his injury. Mm-hmm. They defeated Cesar Bononi and Adrian Jaud. Um, Shayna Baszler destroyed Violet Payne in her NXT debut. It was brutal. She had her in that rear naked choke like three different times. It was pretty great. Mad, mean, extra mean Shayna is something else. Um, Undisputed Era had an awesome promo, as usual. So what else is what else is yeah, new? Water yeah, is wet. Sky is blue. Water <laughs> is wet. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Um, a couple of choice lines. Uh, Roderick Strong said. Uh, War Raiders are trying to play hide and seek with us. Little they know, I play hide and seek with my son, and I beat him every time. <laughs> um, Bobby Fish says, anyways, we're too famous to hide. Kyle O'Reilly responds and says, yeah, I'm too famous to even go buy groceries. Oh, so good. They're so good. Which is a thing. It's, it's a thing. You, you you can't go. Like you can't go get dinner yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It Things happened, we take for granted. It happened to me. Have you seen how I, I have to travel now? Yeah. Have you seen it with the mask and the glasses and like seen on my bank statements that you have to travel now too. Oh, oh, it's fine. You're, you're, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a whole nother. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying like what I have to wear on my face. No, I understand that. You know, if, when you reach a certain level of fame, it's, it's, you have to make extra arrangements for your own safety and privacy and stuff. And that comes at an expense, but I understand. Um, also we had Lars Sullivan, uh, defeating Raul Mendoza. And uh, not a squash match. It wasn't super competitive, but they allowed Raul Mendoza to get some offense in mm-hmm. and really play up the story of uh, him taking advantage of his quickness mm-hmm. to try to, uh, you know, knock Lars Sullivan yeah. off his vertical pace. End of the day, freak accident. Lars gets the win. Um, William Regal still doing his investigation into who attacked Aleister Black. Mm-hmm. He was interviewing Kyrie Sane in walks Cassius Ono. And uh, William Regal says, I don't need to talk to you. Uh, Kyrie Sane's already given me an alibi for you, so you're free to go. And Cassius Ono took offense to that because it feeds into the story he's doing now, where he's bitter about new talents coming in, kind of leapfrogging him. In, <laughs> excuse me, leapfrogging him in line okay. for high-profile matches. And there was an extensive back and forth um, between him and Regal, and they made kind of some allusions to maybe Matt Riddle, someone I can't remember who. Maybe Cassius Ono called Regal bro, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so we might be getting Cassius Ono versus Matt Riddle in the near future. Which would future, be fun. Which would be great. It's going to be fun. Uh, the main event saw Bianca Belair. Wait, wait. Before you go there, who who did it? Who did oh. Alistair? I still think it's Gargano. Yeah. His non-denial was pretty telling. But then again, they're they're kind of playing this this thing where Gargano is kind of having like an out-of-body... 
Yeah. He's just like not there. Yeah, there's a tension going on within him to be Johnny Wrestling as we knew him or, you know, it's the it's, it's the Star Wars thing. He's fallen prey to the dark side. Mm-hmm. So, so do you think, wh- where do you think this is going? Well, I, what I thought was going to happen before Aleister Black got injured was that during the course of the triple threat match, the last takeover, Gargano was going to be in a position where he had a choice between taking advantage of the situation for himself, maybe by being somewhat ruthless, or helping Aleister Black reclaim the title that Gargano cost him. That was like literally his two paths were going to be laid out before him and us watching it at TakeOver, and he was going to have to choose whether to fall, go to the dark side completely, and essentially turn to Ciampa 2.0, or redeem himself... uh, correct the mistake he made and help Aleister Black get that title back. That's what I thought was going to happen in the mm-hmm. last takeover. I mean, Aleister Black got hurt. That didn't happen. And then we've seen them really play up this this tension within Gargano. Um, and it might have been too soon for him to help Aleister at the last takeover. But now by the time Aleister comes back, hopefully by the next takeover, by uh, Survivor Series weekend, mm. they will let that this part of the story breathe a little bit. So when he's faced with that, they've already addressed the, the, the battle that's going on within, within him for a couple months. So when he's faced with these two paths, redemption or, or becoming an absolute jerk, when he chooses redemption, it'll make sense. It won't feel rushed. You haven't seen Game of Thrones that no, much, No, I'm totally... Right? I've seen the first two seasons and that's it. Okay, so I see him as Reek. So... Let me explain. This is how I see this is going to play out. <clears throat> it's going to be, it's going to be Gargano. Mm-hmm. Basically, Gargano is going to become this shell of a man. He's going to turn heel mm-hmm. with uh, with Champa, mm-hmm. and basically cause because Alistair when he comes back, no one is going to know still who did it when he comes back. Mm-hmm. He's going to get his shot as at his um, title. Yeah, yeah. At, Champa, mm-hmm. and that's when it's going to come out that it was Gargano. Mm-hmm. But Gargano is going to be heel, but not there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to become the shell of a man. Champa is going to keep being the heel that he is. Mm-hmm. He's just going to keep riding, riding, riding Gargano, riding Gargano, riding Gargano. And then we're going to have a moment kind of sort of like uh, when Linda McMahon was comatose. Yeah. And she just got up and gave Vince the low blow. Yeah. So we're gonna get something like that where Gargano finally comes snaps to. Yeah, out yeah, of it. Yeah. Maybe even we have a we have Candace challenge Champa for the belt. So I think that'd be great. And then in that match, Champa is laying it on Candace, laying it, laying it. That's when mm-hmm. Gargano comes to it. Boom. Who knows? I, I don't think it's gonna happen, but maybe even Candace wins the belt. Or maybe it's after the match, and then that's when he gets that babyface pop, mm-hmm. and he gets the the title. Maybe even make that match a triple threat, mm-hmm. where they where Gargano is comatose, he's uh, Champa is laying onto Candice, then he snaps out of it, boom, 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 and mm-hmm. then that's when he wins the belt mm-hmm. at that. Oh, yeah, could be. I I think that's how they're gonna play it because there's no one else that would make sense for to have done what they did to oh, yeah. to 
Alistair. Yeah. So I think that's what they're that's mm-hmm. where they're going with it. Because mm-hmm. weirdly enough, Candace has been very quiet. Yeah, she removed herself from the whole Gargano Champa business a while ago. It had one match against Shayna Baszler. We haven't seen her since. Which is weird because ever since everything started, she has been there. Yeah. Commenting and doing this and doing that, and then yeah. all of a sudden she's like, yeah. So I think that's where that's where they're going. Maybe. Nah, we'll, see, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, main event, Bianca Belair versus Nikki Cross ended in double countout after Bianca Belair did a backdrop with uh, Nikki on her back and sleeper mm-hmm. onto the bottom of the ramp. with like a pretty stiff spot. What's going on with Nikki Cross? I don't know. I don't know why she's in this kind of limbo between what should be a main roster call-up and still being an NXT. She was on that whole women's thing. It's true. She was on the stage, yeah. Why didn't she on SmackDown with the rest of Sandy? I don't know. So what I was, what I was saying on, on the, the recap for this is hopefully this will be a great first real protracted feud for protracted in NXT terms, so a month or so, for Bianca Belair and get her some good momentum after you know kind of being in, involved in a series of relatively uh, impressive but meaningless matches yeah. in story, from a storyline perspective. Um, she goes over Nikki Cross and it's Nikki's send-off from NXT. So by... But, but like a year week. too late. No, I know. <laughs> like, what the hell are they doing with her? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm like... I don't know. Maybe they, they worry about the, the depth at the top of the NXT women's division beyond um, Baszler and Kyrie Sane. But you have Candice LeRae right there. You're doing nothing. They with have Candice LeRae. They have, they Dakota, have Kai. Dakota Kai. They have Lacey Evans, who's improved quite a bit. They have they have Parasso now, who's yeah. really good. Yeah. They have... Who else do they have? Um... They have Io, yeah. Io Shirai. Yeah, I mean, granted, she's not she made their hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She get through me on classic. Yeah, yeah. You you have Tony Storm. I know. You, I know. You you have freaking who allegedly are not that great yet, but um, Jessamine Duke and who you can just have there yeah. as as yeah, Basler's friends. You know what? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have people. I know. You have uh, Jesse. Jesse's really good. I've seen her work. She's she does really good work. Um, you have Lacey mm-hmm. as well. Like like you have you don't need Nikki Cross there. I know. Like I you know. don't need her at all. I know. I know. It's confusing. Oh, I'm like every time I see oh Nikki Cross, I'm like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Just just let her go. I know. Let her get moved up. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's all right, just next. Keep moving. I'm just. Uh, yeah, no, you're flustered. About, I can about tell. To we'll move on to 205 Live. Number six. Okay. Six. Can Drew Mac? Sorry, not Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Drew Gulak become cruiserweight champ? Yay or nay? Is he going to win the title next week? I like your theory. Oh, thank you. With the with the Australia still, thing. Still on, still on the whiteboard. Oh, still, yeah, yeah. Still on the whiteboard there. So, so I short, like it. In short, here it's it's this. Cedric takes on Drew next week on mm-hmm. 205 Live. Drew is a heel. Buddy Murphy has a match for the Cruiserweight title at Super Showdown. He's going to get a face pop. Mm-hmm. So if you make Drew new champion to take on Buddy at Super Showdown, you're not going to have the baby face versus hometown baby face yeah. reaction where he's going to get cheered even though they want Cedric to be top guy and mm-hmm. want everybody to cheer him. So have an in- intermediary, more or less. Have Drew win that title, take on Buddy Murphy in Australia, and then if they want to get the belt back on anybody else after that specifically – do that at Survivor Series. That's the one thing I kind of sort of don't like is the the what to do after. Yeah. Because. Well, I thought of the, the idea up until Super Showdown. I didn't think of it. No, no, I, I, I know, I know. I, I'm just thinking because if you're going to have 
Gulak be a transitional champion because that is literally the definition of a transitional oh, I champion. I, 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 I don't necessarily know if it means Buddy Murphy has to win in Australia, although if they're going to have, you know, the, 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 the hometown guy have the match. Is Super Showdown before or after Evolution? Before. Because there's what I thought. Buddy Murphy's taking on uh, the Cruiserweight champ, now Cedric, and I believe the Iconics are taking on Naomi and Asuka. At some point, I think it's that Super Showdown, but I could be wrong. No, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I'd be really surprised if they won that match because Asuka needs to win every match she's in now just to build some sort of momentum. I think they're turning her. Maybe. I think they're turning her um, against Naomi. So if they want you know, someone from Australia to win a match, mm-hmm. it makes sense for it to be Buddy Murphy. Then again, Vince has this thing about hometown. hometown. I know. Which is weird because in Puerto Rico, it was the same thing. Carlos believed the same thing. That's interesting. If you are in your hometown, like you will always gonna to lose. get heat on the heel, right? Is that the idea? I, 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 I mean, I get that to a degree, but here's the thing: you have a moment like Hell in the Cell a couple years back. You have Sasha and Charlotte in the cell mm-hmm. in the main event. Mm-hmm. The moment, if if Sasha had won that belt, the roof would have exploded mm-hmm. off that building mm-hmm. in a way that you rarely see. And the, the coverage that could have got yeah. that moment yeah. would have been massive. Mm-hmm. But instead, you know, just sticking to the kind of archaic mindset that Vince has didn't happen, which is a bummer. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I like that, that story. But I think if they do that, then just keep the belt on Murphy mm-hmm. until at least Rumble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just keep it on him. Mm-hmm. Because if you switch it again, it's going to be like, oh. Yeah, no, I know. Keep it on Murphy. Two, two transitional uh, champions. You know. Mustafa Ali take it off him at the Rumble. Yeah. Because yeah. their feud has been great so far, and it's been, you know, spanning several months. Uh, run down the show. Buddy Murphy, speaking of him, um, defeated Grand Metalik in an awesome match with Murphy's Law. Uh, also, also speaking to Mustafa Ali, he is back in action. He took on Michael Thompson, and Hideo Hitami dropped a promo at the top of the ramp. Before his match was out there, kind of distracting Mustafa Ali, but Mustafa Ali, he won. It was fine. Main event, tag match, Drew Gulak. Gulak. Gulak's his finisher. I can't talk right now. And Jack Gallagher uh, defeated Akira Tozawa and Cedric Alexander after Tozawa was forced to tap to the Gulak. Uh, Drew Gulak plays a really great bully and a really great mean guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the way he's bullied his way into getting another title shot has been really good. Really effective use of his immense talents. Yeah, he's really good. He is good. He's awesome. Number five. Five. New Japan time. We got destruction in Hiroshima this weekend. Omega versus Ishii for the IWGP heavyweight title. Who do you got? Yeah, I know it's Kenny Omega. It's going to be an awesome match, though. <laughs> yeah. Those guys, ooh, I remember being there for the uh, the first batch of Long Beach shows. Mm-hmm. The main event oh, yeah, for the U.S. That. title tournament. Mm-hmm. Steve and I were second row right when that spot happened. Oh, man. Ishii landed like right in the floor next to us. I don't know. Those guys put themselves through so much. Yeah. Um, that should be a stellar match. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Destruction in Beppu be Monday local time. And I guess late Sunday night, early Monday mm-hmm. morning here in the States. You got uh, Hiroki Goto and Taichi in his tearaway pants for the never open weight title. Taichi entertained he's me. He's just weird. He's weird and it's all he's entertaining. He's got weird. like his gimmick is so many different things. It's, it's kind like, of mashed together. What? 
He's it, got the singing thing, and he's got the tearaway like, pants like and the, the ring Phantom mallet. Like the Phantom of the Opera Yeah, thing. it's so weird. It's, yeah, he's... Yeah. But it's wildly entertaining. And the main event is Tetsuya Naito versus the greatest wrestler of all time, Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki. Isn't... Uh, and then the... Is in Hiroshima or the... Okada Tanahashi? Nah. That's the, uh, next weekend. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Destruction in... I'm sorry, I can't remember what city it's in. Fukuoka? No, it's no, not Fukuoka. It's... I can look, but it's 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 the, it's the destruction it's, somewhere in Japan. Yeah, yeah, it's that's, Saturday, a, that's what we'll. It's call. a week from Saturday. Okay, okay, um, and that'll be great because those guys always put on great matches. So we have like three different matches that it's supposed to be Tanahashi defending his oh his, his contract. Shot. Yeah. yeah, you think he's gonna lose it? No, has he ever done that? I don't think so. I don't think so. But either. I don't. I don't. It's too soon for Omega Okada to happen again because Okada's doing his whole balloon Okada thing. So who is... That who needs is, to culminate before he gets another title shot. Who is challenging Tanahashi? Is him... And then... Did anybody else... Who, yeah. Who beat him in the G1? It was two... It was Jay White beat him in the G1, right? It was G... Was it Jay White? It was two different people that beat yeah. him in one draw. Well, no. One person beat him and then Okada was the draw. So that's it? Yeah. He only has two? Yeah. Was, was it Jay White? I thought it was Jay... Why? Or was it Naito? Maybe it was, I don't remember. Anyway, so I'm thinking... Because they have this contract defense, and mm -hmm. then there's King of Pro Wrestling in about a month. Yeah. Where, which is the second contract defense. Yeah. If he wins this one. Yeah, yeah, which he will. I'm, I'm just trying to keep it... No, like, I know. Oh, Suspense, is, I know. Yeah. You think he might lose it? I. Here's the thing. I don't see... Even though the match is going to be great... I don't see Tanahashi versus Omega being... Oh, a Wrestle Kingdom main event? Yeah. I know. I thought that too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know. I just don't see it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't so, see the appeal of... Because even though Tanahashi is really, really good... Yeah, yeah. He's not Okada good. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I, I, I mean, in the, in the... Then again... Who is Okada good? And and Omega is so good that he might have a seven star match with Tanahashi. Ta I mean, part of it I think is too is is if, if this was Tanahashi like four years ago, they'd be a different story. He's a little beat up. Yeah, he doesn't move quite as well as he used to, but he's still a really good storyteller. He, he is. So he is. and I always I kind of wonder too, like to us as you know, we watch New Japan's product, but we're not ensconced yeah. in it. Um, if if this match plays differently over there than it would to us. And it's also two baby faces. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. They don't seem to worry about that much either. I, technically, they don't, but Omega does a lot. Yeah. Like, when Omega does his matches, there's, there's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I just their, don't see I just don't Their see heel face situation there seems fluid, too, based on the yes. feud. Yes. Because, you know, most of the, if not all the New Japan characters are just they're they're not larger than life mm -hmm. you know and they're, 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 style, them. they're, they're them. grounded characters turned yeah. up a little bit yeah maybe um and so and they're all generally complex mm -hmm. so if for a particular feud if someone needs to hew a little more to the heel side of the spectrum it's totally within the realm of possibility yeah. because it's just the certain aspects of their personality they've established yeah, yeah and it's all based on competition um so i don't think that's i mean for me that wouldn't be a huge it wouldn't be a huge, but I, I just don't see Tanahashi Omega as a Wrestle Kingdom main event. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know, something. And you have Jericho, because he has to 
That, yeah, you have Jericho Na- yeah, Naito. Yeah. yeah, that'll probably happen again. That's probably going to be in at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping we get Jericho and Okada. I think that'd be awesome. But Naito needs his redemption story. Yeah. So he um, needs to beat Jericho. I agree. Isn't this weekend Cody versus Juice? No, that's at uh, the next Long Beach show. Oh, that's the Long Beach the 30th. show. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, again, I just don't see Omega Tanahashi being that. Well, if that's the case, and it would definitely I mean Jay White is he improved a ton during the G One tournament. He was great. He mm-hmm. was a standout for that. But if it was Jay White that beat Tanahashi, they're not going to do Omega Jay White as the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. That's a certain. Yeah, that 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 is true. And it it feels too soon to do Okada getting another title shot because it seems like he's do he's going through his own character stuff now. That that needs to culminate with the title opportunity. I don't know. So just by process elimination, it seems like it's going to have to be Tanahashi. Yeah, yeah, it's just I don't know. I the the way I'm thinking is that New Japan is doing this whole expansion thing, and if they want to keep this momentum, they need to have an stellar Wrestle Kingdom. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know if if Omega versus Tanahashi has the the Here, here's worldwide. A, here's appeal. a story. Here's a story they might they roll with, and it might play into what you're talking about. Tanahashi, he's part of the previous. He was one of the guys that brought New Japan kind of back from the abyss. Yeah, you know, the seemed, previous era. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like for a while they were not doing well. Mm-hmm. Tanahashi, uh, him and Nakamura came around, mm-hmm. helped revive the company. Mm-hmm. But now he's getting on there in, in years. So Omega mm-hmm. can step into this. It's like, you know, hey, you brought this company back. It's my time to take this company forward even mm-hmm. further than you ever did. Mm-hmm. And Tanahashi be like, you know, go Ace. No way. Yeah. Love and energy to you, Kenny. But, but, but that's it. <laughs> but, but I can do it this too. Me. Mm-hmm. That could be the nature of the, of, of the, the, the story. The dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I'm just guessing though. I'm just guessing. Okay. <laughs> just guessing. <laughs> Anyways, should be some uh, great matches. Check it out this weekend. Number four. Four. That's good. All right. Uh, we talked about this on Monday's show. Vince loves Andrade Cien Almas. Who doesn't? El Idolo is fantastic. Vince have, has discovered America. There, there's, there's a thing. There's a piece of land that's America, and Vince just discovered it. Well, I think he, well, he needs to discover NXT, because if he'd been watching NXT, he would know that Andrade almost has been awesome for a long time. This also, is from water is wet again. Yeah, sky is blue. <laughs> um, from Fightful, quote: Fightful spoke to multiple people backstage at WWE about Almas, and apparently he's endeared himself to many in control of his fate on the show. Um, Fightful then adds that uh, Almas has impressed several WWE officials, including Vince, based on his work with AJ Styles, which then led to a feud against Daniel Bryan. Fightful also mentions, quote, there is already an incredible amount of trust put into Almas, even though he could barely get on television his first couple months on the roster. They continue that in the case of Almas, he was put in a spot where he wasn't expected to shine the way he did, and it made an impression, and that's typically the way the McMahons, or sorry, that McMahon ends up taking notice of people who come from NXT as opposed to actually watching NXT, apparently. So, so let, let me see if I understand this correctly. Uh-huh. A world-class athlete gets put put in a competition against one of the best wrestlers in the world and he was not expected to shine i guess maybe not to the degree <laughs> in with which he did i don't know the math on it seems a little weird but, but it's also vince. oh he's great and again like, if, if if vince <laughs> vince is also the guy who was watching stuff at gorilla position raven comes out and he says oh we signed scotty polo <laughs> so he's not exactly in tune to the comings and goings of 
His roster members. <laughs> oh God, he is. He's a little out of touch at times. Gotta love. He's him. out of touch at times. Gotta time. love him. Gotta but, love him. Uh, nonetheless, it's great that he, whether he's late to the party or not, Vince appreciates the work. At least he got to the of party. El, exactly of El Idolo. Um, another bit of, of information that's come up uh, during the week. Uh, Joe Pisick, I still know how to pronounce his name, of Barn Burner Fired Up Podcast, um, said that Almas might actually be a player to win the Rumble, according to him. This is what he had to say. Quote, Vince McMahon is in love with them, uh, Almas and Zelina Vega. Expect huge things. I have even heard a rumor that Vince may even make Andrade Cien Almas win the Royal Rumble. Now, if this is Royal Rumble 2020, I would say I totally find that believable. Just with so much going on now between... The Shield reunion, whether that's going to lead to uh, a triple threat main event mania. Daniel Bryan, Miz, you got AJ with the belt now. How is that going to play into the title scene? And then you always hear rumors of The Rock taking on Reigns at Mania. Um, it just seems like there might be too much going on at the top of the card to make it happen this year, as great as it would be. It'd be kind of, uh, you know, like a, a, a something out of left field, the long shot winning the Rumble, which I can't remember the last time that's happened, but I just don't know if he's established enough for the crowd to really get into it. I would love it because Almas is fantastic. Well, the thing is this. Royal Rumble is, you know, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, WrestleMania. It brings a very different crowd. And the name alone brings a crowd, yes. Yes. And it brings a lot of marks. Let's call it what it is. You know, it brings a lot of, like, the, the... the fans fan, which are a lot of people that know how good he is. Yeah. The Rock doesn't need a Royal Rumble victory no. to challenge Reigns. No. A triple threat of the Shield at Mania does not require the Rumble. No. A Rumble. No, not at all. Um, Miz versus Daniel Bryan does not require a Rumble. The only thing that kind of sort of needs a. Rumble victory for it to happen is Almas winning the Rumble mm-hmm. in order to challenge for the belt. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only one thing that really needs it. So I can see it happening and kind of being a, a out of left field type of win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they better get started on establishing himself, on establishing him as a dominant force than yeah. like yesterday. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, he just picked up a win against R Truth on SmackDown this past week. And our truth had a heck of a showing and a win over Miz the previous week, but you know he, he he's going to have to take on the entirety of what little mid card there is on SmackDown and, and defeat them all. And there's t- but there's time. There's, there's t- and then again, this is WWE and oh, this know. is SmackDown. Yeah, which gave and the I, belt to Jinder Mahal. And I know in a two week push, the WWE titles we defend in the middle of the card on WrestleMania. I know. I know. It's like the third most prestigious belt. It's treated as the third most prestigious belt. And again, this is the belt that was given to Jinder Mahal on a two week push. I know. So. I know. I know. Is it possible? It's entirely possible. Entirely possible. possible. But but yeah, it's. And apparently, Vince hugged Selena Vega backstage and she had some sort of uh, interview about it. Apparently, it was a huge thing. I didn't see it. I Mm. just saw like there was this, this. they did a Headline video about thing. uh about about her and oh I'm sorry I don't remember the context. It was, it was involving 9/11. Okay, so I, I was like, oh. Okay. So I saw the video. I didn't have a chance to watch it yet, but yeah. But yeah, something like that. Anyway, yeah. all right, moving on. Yeah, speaking of SmackDown, 
Do you think Becky Lynch can beat Charlotte? Do you think it could happen? Is it going to happen? Or you hope it's going to happen? I hope it happens. I don't think they will do it. Mm-mm. Mainly Mm-mm. because of evolution. Yeah, um, it seems like that might be the most likely place. It seems too soon in the feud for Becky to get what she wants. I feel like she needs to fight. It seems like she needs to fight for it a bit more. Yeah. I mean, she's been fighting for it no, for I know, I know. a year. But I, th- I think it's, she's got to reach like peak... I, I struggle before. I heard the whole double turn thing, and it would make sense because if they do the double turn, then basically Becky can be like, hey, I told you this is what happened. Yeah. And it would give her that vindication. It would. My worry... The path they're going on now is good because both their motivations make total sense. Uh-huh. No one's necessarily in the wrong. No one's necessarily in the right. They're just two people that are have complex feelings about yeah. their friendship, their each other, and what they do for a living. And uh-huh. I think that's far more interesting than forcing a, a, a strong... That I hate you. Yeah, it's yeah. unnecessary. Uh-huh. Um, and then just let the story play out as these two complex characters and let the fans decide who they want to cheer for. It happens so rarely in WWE, and I, I just... I don't know. I just hope that they would see, okay, we can actually tell storylines that aren't super simplistic you know we can't like the bad guy doesn't have to necessarily be super bad you know not everybody has to be Tommaso Ciampa because that way when it's someone like Tommaso Ciampa comes along it makes it all like, more impressive oh, I know snatching signs from kids in the crowd and stuff so I heard something mm. and I was like huh so the last couple of years how many Hell in a Cell matches have been at the pay-per-views. Usually like two or three. Right? Usually three? Yeah. How many are there scheduled for this year? Two. Okay. What do you think about they come out for their match? Page comes out. Makes says, it a hell in a cell match? Yep. This is getting too heavy. Bring that How down. How about this? I'll do you one better. Bring it down. They do the match and it's brutal and it ends in like some sort of double count out something. And Page says, we can't let it end this way. Lower the cell. Yes, it would be great, but it's not going to happen. And I'll tell you why that's not going to happen. That would entitle that match being at least 20 minutes long. And yeah. they're not getting that much time. There's only eight matches on the card, though. Yeah, but even though there's a women's revolution or a women's evolution happening, they're not going to give them 25 minutes. If it's not, the, you might be right if it's not their blow off. Their blow off should get 20 minutes. It, but it won't. Should, though. I'm with you. Uh, didn't Charlotte versus Oscar get over 20 minutes of Mania? I don't think so. It was pretty long. Maybe I'm imagining things, but I thought that was a relatively long match. I don't. I don't think. Was it 34? This is when I thought that went long. Let's see, because I don't. Uh, that was 13. Yeah. Wow, I was way off. Yeah, you were way off. It was a good match, though. That's fine, but I don't. I don't think any of them are getting more than 20 minutes. That's a bummer female matches that's it's not it's not gonna happen should happen though so and again if you do that then you can have a 12 minute match that is very intense mm-hmm. and they do mm-hmm. their their sticks and that's it oh this is another thing i thought if they went for the blow off if they don't do it evolution tlc have them in the ladder match they, they're not having tlc this year yeah they are it's in san jose Really? They just, they, it was gonna be Clash of Champions, and they rebranded it. Yeah. Oh, so it's gonna. Poster. So there's no Clash of Champions, and now there's TLC. TLC. It's gonna be in San Jose. We should go. 
what you and me day? i'm not saying you and me and steve just you and me should go <laughs> what what day is that i don't remember someday in december like 16th okay i'm guessing we'll 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 figure it out but um a ladder match have we we've had a women's ladder match we because we well, have money, money in the bank. bank yeah yeah we've had a tables match yeah had Hell we haven't Cell. had a tlc i don't think so, so there you could go. be a tlc that'd be cool there you go because uh, remember history History yes. making matches yes. and, and have, breaking barriers and, and have it be the main event evolutions and but I, but that would, that would deserve being a main event if they <laughs> oh the yeah that right, one yeah sure. that one definitely um, SmackDown recap here we go uh, Jeff Hardy defeated Shinsuke Nakamura by DQ after uh, Randall Orton interfered um, Jeff Hardy though stood tall Orton ate a, uh, a twist of fate and a swanton um, did you see any of this AJ Styles did a pretty good empty arena promo sitting on the ring steps you know he had one foot up yeah I saw they did a yeah, the, like the, the single shot. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was really well done. Um, Charlotte defeats defeated Sonya Deville, and then afterwards, Becky disguised jumps out of the crowd and attacks Charlotte, puts in this armor, taking a, a, a page out of Jericho's book. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, then we had story time with Samoa Joe. That was awesome. Come here, kids. <laughs> it was so good. He's so good. Uh, Rusev Day defeated Thebard, become new number one contenders for SmackDown tag team titles. They will take on New Day at Hell in a Cell. That should be awesome. Are they winning? No. Andrade Almas def- what? What did you give me that look for? Oh no, I'm just just, right. just no, I don't think so. They, new Day just got those belts. Okay. Andrade Almas defeats R Truth with a roll up. It's really awkward. Awkward Oscar interview. I heard about it. Like why? Oscar's she's like one of the best wrestlers in the company. And they can't do anything right with her creative. It, it's irritating. She's so good. She's so amazing. As we saw in NXT. Because you said it. She's one of the best what? Wrestlers. There you go. She's not an entertainer. But she's entertaining. Like her matches are really good and entertaining. And she's. But she's not an entertainer. I guess. I she see is what a you wrestler. Mean. I see what you mean. And her English is not very good looking. So that hurts. All right. Her English is not so crisp. Mm. So, main event, such as it was, <laughs> saw Brie Bella go over Maurice by DQ. This match is going to happen at Evolution for sure. Um, and it'll actually happen. Uh, Brie and Daniel Bryan stood tall. However, I think they will still win at Hell in a Cell. Brie mode. Brie mode. You want to talk about Raw? Raw. Number two. Two. Raw. Um, so, the uh, Shield. Dolphin Drew stuff and Braun. Do you think this makes Braun look weak? That he has the entire heel locker room at his at his it, disposal. It, it whereas makes before no sense. he could just destroy anything on his own. It makes no sense. Yeah. I mean Steve looks at it, it you know, he's being positive about it and he says, Well, it, it adds extra dimension to Braun because he's they're they're showing a new facet, evil mastermind. But, but at the same time, I just feel like if he when did that? You know what I mean? Like, like how? Yeah. Like from he literally went from throwing Kevin Owens of the top of the cell, yeah, of the of the cage, cage, yeah, yeah, to now I'm an evil mastermind that has the whole locker room. Like I could understand if it was. That he had some people or the locker room intimidated. Yeah, yeah, but they, like haven't, they if, haven't shown any of that. If I know. it was, if it was a physical intimidation, then it would make sense. Yes, especially if he doesn't have KO, yeah. because he could say, 
You saw what I did to that guy. Yeah. I'll do it to you. Yeah, so you it, either it doesn't come make no sense. You why, know, yeah. If it's a physical intimidation, I'm a bully. I'm a big guy, and I'm telling you what to do. Great. But you're just, what? Yeah. And Kevin Owens is out there too, around the ring. That makes zero sense. After he quit, and then he came back. After, as you mentioned, Braun threw him off the top of the cage. Doesn't make any sense. Why would Why would Owens want to help him? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's a lots of leaps. A lot. A couple of weeks ago, like Baron said, "Hey, locker room, come out to break out this fight. Break up this fight." And Finn Balor runs out. It's like, why would Finn listen to a single word Baron has to say? He wouldn't. It boggles the mind. Anyways, uh, there was this great segment between Elias and Mick Foley. Foley can still drop an awesome promo. He's amazing. He is progress. amazing. Um, talking about his 20 year anniversary of him getting tossed off Hell in a Cell. Talked about the dangers of Hell in a Cell, but then said. You know, he didn't want this Hell in a Cell to go by without him being involved. Stephanie has made him special guest referee for this match. Um, not sure if he will get involved. I kind of hope not. I hope they just kind of, he calls it right down the middle. Because then you get to this thing about why is, if he's going to help someone, it seems like, well, if he's going to help someone to try to give Reigns a bit of a rub, that's probably not going to go over very well. If he helps Strowman, then you have to explain why. So, I think Foley's there to... Call it down the middle. Reigns wins, and then Strowman is gonna throw him off the, off the cell, or at least tease the whole throw him off, and Shield making the save, or I, I would say Shield, and then and then just let it, ah, you know, kind of like hey, and then Foley gives the mandible claw like the Soko, the, yeah, and then that's it. I, I think that would be the that that's why he's there. There's no reason for him to be there. No. Well, apparently he's got some one man show that's gonna be on the I mean, network right after. Yeah, but but kayfabe. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kayfabe yeah. reason no, there's for no him reason. to be there. There's, there's no, no reason. reason. No real reason. No. So it would be at least tease a. It's a 20 year anniversary. Yeah. So at least he's. I'm you know he's he's it. doing the DDP yoga now. He looks like he's in pretty decent shape. He's, I hope he doesn't take any bumps. There's no bumps, Mick. Please, no no bumps, no bumps. I can't handle take, watching taking him taking a bump. I can't handle it. I can't handle a lot of people taking bumps. No, not really. I'm kind of squeamish <laughs> about that stuff now. Um, run down the show. Show opened with Dolph and Drew and Braun dropping a promo, and the Shield came out of the crowd with the uh, axe handles. No axes on them, but just the handles and they, started they, beating everybody they, up. They left the most important part of an axe. At home. That's Actual smart. axe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nikki Bella over at Ruby Riot. Move on. Uh, Authors of Pain defeated Ronnie Ace and Nathan Bradley. We think of Drake Maverick as Authors of Pain manager. I, I find it very weird. I love that he's playing along with it. Oh, I, on 205 like, Live? No, no, oh. on, on Twitter. Like oh, the right, whole, yeah, Did yeah. you see the, the banner picture? Mm -mm. Okay, so... There's a picture from the first day because people were making fun of the fact that he's like super short. Yeah. So there's a picture of them three together that WWE took. So he made a banner for his Twitter yeah. handle, but he cut and it's AOP's heads, and then all you see in the middle is like the like this much oh, of his that's head. Funny. <laughs> he that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. And he good. did it just to you know just to spice yeah. people. Yeah, he seems to have a good sense of humor about it. Yeah, I don't so. mind the, the 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 them being put together. Just the outfit. Just put him in a suit or something. He yeah. looks he looks kind of silly in yeah. the authors of and pain the, gear. On the, uh, authors of pain cosplay. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Looks like a Halloween costume. Uh, Triple H dropped the promo hyping his match against Undertaker at Super Showdown, uh, saying, Undertaker, now you made it personal. I don't respect you anymore. I'm going to put you down. Um, Dolph and Drew successfully defended their Raw tag team titles, defeating B-Team. Back to the tag division mid-card for B-Team, it seems like. Uh, Shield come out to the ring. Um, backstage, Corbin says, Hey, Shield, you weren't supposed to be here. I told you that if you were here, you were going to be arrested and lose all your titles. And then Seth and Dean said, Actually, sorry, it was just Dean and Seth came to the ring for the B-Team. Okay. Dolph Drew thing. And then they said, We're not the Shield. We're just Seth and Dean. And I said, by the way, you like filed the incorrect or a false police report. Here's the sheriff's here from New Orleans ready to take you off to jail. And Baron says, hold on, let's talk about this and then let's work this all out. So Dean and the sheriff go to the hallway. You see the sheriff's name tag. It says G Ambrose. Gene Ambrose. Wouldn't that be funny if that was his name? And anyway, Seth comes out. He's delighted. He's excited. Turns out they get a uh, raw tag team title shot at Hell and Cell against Dolphin Drew, which they're probably going to lose. Uh, next, Kevin Owens absolutely destroyed Tyler Breeze. He gets on the mic and said, yeah, I quit. But Baron Corbin says, uh, I respect and value your talent. Come back. You can operate with impunity here on Raw. Do whatever you want. Just do whatever you want. Again, makes no sense. Not but really. Okay. I was kind of hoping he'd just quit and just show up and no, with no explanation for it. That would have been funny. Yeah, but just let him be home for like at least a month, not one week. Yeah, let him reopen that uh, Pro Wrestling Tea Shop, making that Pro Wrestling Tea's money. All right. Uh, next, Bob Roode and Chad Gable, perhaps the most awkward tag team in a long time, beat the Ascension. Um, I'm just hoping this all leads to a Bob Roode heel turn because Chad Gable is like really being super irritating with this but, whole thing. But, but here's the thing. Against Gable? I know. That's what I thought too. Like what? pair him with... with Pair Bob Roode up with Bobby Lashley. I know you can't do Bobby Lashley impersonating Bob Roode. Yeah. But the turns would be more impactful if this gets the main event player. I yeah. said the same thing. Uh, Gable? Like, Gable was not even on TV. I know. I like Chad Gable. I think he's great. He's great, but he's he great. wasn't on TV. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Natalia defeated Alexa Bliss, Mickey James. Mickey James tapped out to an armbar courtesy of Ronda Rousey. And then uh, Alexa Bliss kicked her in the ribs. Cheap shot. Yeah, just to give her a little bit of heat for the mm -hmm. match. Which she's going to lose. Yeah, but it's not going to be a one-minute thing. No. Now he has no. a little bit of yeah. Oh, ribs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor defeated Elias. Um, with Leo Rush was on Raw. Apparently he's going to be the, the Bobby Lashley's new motivator in a, in a really fun segment. Did you see it? I did not. It's I mean, great. I saw I saw like snips of it. Yeah. Leo looks even smaller. Oh, he's not, yeah, he's small. Because Bob Lashley is <laughs> huge, huge. And then Leo looks like this big on I know. the picture. Um, I don't understand it. That's that's my problem with wrestling today. If I don't understand it, I don't. My like tiny little brain is yeah. just. Well, you can't, you can't <laughs> view it as in how it makes sense story-wise. Because it wasn't a story. Well, I guess partially. Because uh, it wasn't Meltzer, I think, said they're having uh, managers again now to help uh, people that are kind of floundering, which since they brought Lashley and they haven't done anything with them, but like, why not just have decent creative for these people? I didn't watch what Lashley was doing impact before he left, but Steve said it was great and he can comport himself very well on the mic. If he's given good material, I'm going to give you a really, really crazy idea. All right. Let them wrestle. Well, that's the thing too. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Like, 
That's you don't why, have creative. You don't need creative. Well, here's the thing. You look at SmackDown. <coughs> why is the show generally more entertaining, apart from the fact that it's only two hours? It's primarily focused on competition, and things are generally settled in the ring. That doesn't happen as much on Raw. All In was a great show, and how much story went into it? Well, every besides, match. Be, no, no, but like... Yeah, yeah. Larger narrative. Besides, very little. Besides all this Rhodes... Well, and Flip Gordon winning the Battle Royal and getting that title shot. But, but it was like... The six man tag team match was a six man tag team match. Mm-hmm. You know, um like yeah, there was some story behind it, but it wasn't They were telling the stories of the matches in the ring. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. And that's my thing. Like just freaking let them know. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I agree with you. That's why New Japan's so great because this, most of the stories told in the ring. Yeah. Uh the, the main event segment saw Braun call out Reigns. Reigns came down to the stage, Braun ran up, it all ended in Braun getting Samoa dropped through the the stage. Reigns stood tall, but he's still winning a hell in cell. Speaking of which, number one, one Hell in a Cell preview. Here's the card. Primo. Yeah, you make your picks as we run these down. First, uh, Primo. Daniel Bryan taking on Miz and Maurice. Miz and Maurice. All right. Uh, Dolph and Drew defending the Raw tag team titles against Seth and Dean. D and D. Good call. Uh, uh, Jeff Hardy taking on Randall Orton in Hell in a Cell. Randall. Yep. Uh, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. No contest. Interesting. Uh, New Day versus Rusev Day. I want to say Rusev Day. Interesting. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Joe by DQ. Okay. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. It's Ronda. Rousey. And then Roman versus Braun in Hell in a Cell. I would like to say Braun because I don't think they're going to have two Money in the Bank winners Lose in a row, mm. their cash ins. Oh, for the you mean on the men's side? Yeah, on the men's side. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't think they want to draw themselves into that hole. But I think Roman winning, like, just won the belt. So I think with Roman and Braun, I think they're gonna do what they did with Charlotte and Sasha. Oh, trade the belt a few times. It's interesting. Give them to Braun now. Um, at Super Showdown, then have Super match. Showdown, yeah, and then at Saudi Arabia, you know, just yeah, kind of yeah, have yeah, boom, yeah. boom, 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 yeah, yeah, and and I I think that would work for them. I think it would too. They just don't do that very much anymore. They don't, but again, since they had the belt basically frozen for the better part a year of a and year, half, yeah, actually, yeah, it was like a year and a half. So I think now having a couple of, of trade-offs here and there. If it works for storyline, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That'd be great. So I'm going to go crazy and say Braun. All right. I hey, man, Braun. that's viable. It's a viable pick. It's a good pick. <laughs> I picked Roman, but we can agree to disagree. Yeah, it's totally yeah. fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I it's probably going to be Roman. I mean, if, when in doubt. But exactly, pretty much. It's never well, Roman bet, wins. Never, never, met, never bet against Roman Reigns. No, no. But, Unless you're taking on Brock Lesnar. Oh, but um, but yeah, I want to say I want to say Braun. Okay, I say Braun. I'd be yeah. happy. I like Braun a lot. I think it'd be great. A lot of fun. Yeah, surprising. Well, thank you, Adam Mayhem, for joining us today or me today. There's no Steve here. Yeah, but but us, the the the, the fr- office and all the people, because you don't see this, but there's a lot of people working back. Say, dude, dude, we can't afford anybody. Hey, fame. Can't there's afford a anybody. lot of people around here. Uh, so you you don't see it, but there's a here's lot of the thing though. Around. If people were here, then how can we explain what a rickety situation this whole thing is? It's like barely hanging on. Look at it, all this. 
you know, we got this whiteboard as our lone prop for a show. It's just, it's a ramshackle operation here. Because because we're trying to keep it close to our roots, you know? We, we, we yeah, don't, and by that, gotta, Steve gotta, and I do everything. <laughs> I don't want to get too big. But yeah, no, um, no, thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad you got rid of, of Luchando. He's an imposter. I have a trophy. Yeah, you have that trophy right there. So just don't don't bring him back and um just change the lock so Steve cannot come in here anymore. And that's it. I'll think about it. I have a weekend to think about it. There you go. That's All right. right. Easy. Enjoy yourself. Thank you very in Arizona. much. Arizona. Is it is it for is it for this? No. Okay. No. no. This you, this you, is this is staying this weekend. Okay. Well you get you got it anyway. Yeah. So you'll be fine. Yeah. You're fine. You'll win. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. But yeah, thank you for having me. It's been fun. And I know a lot of people are going to be really happy to see me here. So, you know, maybe maybe through our conversation the last hour or so, you've won some people over. Sure. If I was on the fence, you would have won me over. Oh, thank you. But thank I'm nowhere you. near a thank fence you know, right now. Like, I'm firmly in Camp Mayhem. Good, good. Yes. Um, I need a little bit more money, but we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.